Good morning and welcome to the Last Push podcast. Just here, waiting at the train station, trying to fill those gaps for your exam. So, what we're going to take a look at on this morning's episodes is we're going to take a look at your chemistry required practical, which is making copper sulfate crystals. Now, a lot of students, a lot of kids just try to remember this one, uh, but in reality, a lot of the times they'll give you different chemicals. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk through the most important things that you need to remember for making copper sulfate crystals, and then after that, I'm going to explain what are some other ones that can actually come up to try to trick you. So, first thing you need to know, copper sulfate, sulfate it's a derivative and it's trying to make you actually think of what acid is being used. Sulfate starts with an S and it sounds like sulfuric acid. You need to try to remember three different types of acid. Sulfuric acid is uh, the one for this practical. So copper sulfate crystals are made with sulfuric acids. And the second thing you need to try to remember is the alkali or the base that you're going to add to the acids, and that is going to be copper oxides. If you did this in lesson, it's a black powder. Um, so what you need to first start thinking about doing is you're going to mix these two. I always tell my students to try to use 25 milliliters. So measure out 25 milliliters using a measuring cylinder of hydrochloric acids and put it into a 100 ml beaker. And then you're going to add copper oxide powder in excess. So you keep adding it in until it no longer dissolves and you even add a little bit more after that, this is to neutralize the acids. So add copper oxides, um, that black powder, in excess to your hydrochloric acids. You can use a stirring rod to stir that. You can gently heat it to make sure that it dissolves as much in as it can. The second step involves filtration. So what you're going to do is you're going to use a filter, filter paper, a funnel, and you're going to filter out the copper sulfate solution that you've made, the blue copper sulfate solution that you've made, leaving behind the excess copper oxide powder. And what you want to do is you want to filter that into an evaporation, evaporating basin or evaporation disc. Um, it's a round, small little white bowl that we used in lesson, so evaporating dish. After you've done that, the next step is going to be to gently heat it. And almost all the mark schemes talk about gently heating it with a Bunsen burner or a water bath and then leaving it on the side to cool to allow the crystals to dry and form. And what you're doing is you're evaporating off the extra water to leave behind a dry sample of copper sulfate crystals. So that's your method, but a lot of times they will give you different metals or different acids. So for example, if they give you calcium carbonate or calcium oxide, that would be the solid that you'd add in excess. Okay, so it could be any metal oxide or any metal carbonate. So look at your periodic table, anything from group one 
anything from group two. So it could be lithium oxides, it could be potassium oxide, you could make any sort of crystal with any group one metal, group two metal, any transition metal, if it says the name, and the name is a metal, metal oxide or metal carbonate. Then, the next thing you need to know is your three different types of acids. So you've got hydrochloric acid, sulfuric acid, and nitric acid. So if you have, for example, calcium nitrate, nitrate has been made, that salt has been made using nitric acid. If you've got calcium chloride, chloride, chloride salts have been made using hydrochloric acids. We've already gone through the sulfuric acid. So anything that's got the name sulfate after it is coming from sulfuric acid. So those are the three different acids that you may be quizzed on or tested on your GCSE exams. And the method is always the same. So you add the metal oxide or the metal carbonate in excess to your acid, either hydrochloric, sulfuric, or nitric acids. Then you need to filter out the excess metal carbonate or metal oxides, and you've got a solution in your evaporating dish. The last step is always heating whatever the solution is in your evaporating dish up to form the dry crystals. So you do that using a water bath or gently heating on a Bunsen burner, or leaving it on the side to cool. Okay, so that is your making salts, your copper sulfate solution required practical. So get out there, revise it, and make sure that you guys are doing something productive every single day.